Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, here we go. They're, they're interesting, but let's go to Josh Gabalik for AFL, from AFL Trade Radio. Have a chat about the latest. Hello, Joshy. Hi, Miles. How are you going? Very well. Josh, Josh Dunkley. Is he going Josh to be stuck? Dunkley. Is he going to be stuck in a preseason draft? How does how does this happen after he went through what he did trying to get to Essendon? Oh, look, Michelangelo. I think this is all part of the part of the game. We've, we've still got a week left, so. Yes, it's definitely stalled and there's some frustration yeah. from the Western Bulldogs because they didn't want to lose him as a starting point. They were devastated to lose him and we all heard what Luke Beveridge said at the yeah. Sutton Medal a week ago and the frustration around him, especially seeing him win that best and fairest and then be heading out the door. Um, it's just it's just stagnated a little bit and the dogs are quite dirty yesterday when Brisbane made that trade with Greater Western mm. Sydney and they moved 15, so they moved back to 21. And the dogs wanted 15 as part of this Dunkley trade. So it really has complicated things a little bit. But also Brisbane have got a lot going on in terms of they need to amass points yeah. to be in a position to match bids for Will Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher, two players that are clearly going to go in the first round. Will Ashcroft essentially at number one. So they've got a fair bit going on. Jack Gunston is still in play. But yeah, this Dunkley deal, it's just reached an impasse as we sit here seven days out. So where can you... Can you un- pack this as to how Brisbane finds two first round draft picks to satisfy the Bulldogs is is that workable are they able to do something else than other than two first round draft picks it's going to be difficult I'm, I mean I think we might have to see a player involved in some way and, and Reese Matheson is a name that's been thrown up that's not going to satisfy Sam the barometer the barometer the Bulldogs. yeah it's a great name to be involved in terms of this time of year um especially given what Reese did in the back end of the year and the interest in him. But I don't think that's going to be enough. This is going to be one that goes down to the deadline. There's no doubt about it. We, we saw that a few years ago with Dunkley and Essendon. So I, I don't know how they get this done. I think 15 was a real sticking point. So what they did yesterday was a little bit dangerous to this deal. Yeah. I still think he gets there because... I mean, he's nominated this club and, and Port Adelaide were right into him. Port Adelaide were right in a position for him as well before he nominated the Lions. So let's play so, this out. If it, if it got to a pre-season draft, Bulldogs call before Brisbane. Port Adelaide calls before Brisbane. Does something then happen between the trade period and the draft period that Josh Dunkley doesn't finish up at Brisbane? I'd be surprised if he doesn't land there via, by, by the trade period. And if that doesn't happen, I think he'd find his way there in the pre-season draft. We don't usually see them land at a different club that they don't want to get to. So Actually, the Bulldogs would be massively shortchanged then. Yep, yep. No, they're really disappointed with 15, but a lot is still to play out. I know there's a lot of pick swaps being discussed behind the scenes at the moment at a lot of clubs. So a lot of clubs are trying to 
move up the board this year and even next year. The Gold Coast Suns have got a lot of academy players that they want to get next yeah. year. So they are trying to accumulate points for next year. But it's a fascinating situation at the moment with Doug Clitz. This is not Strong. moving as quickly as we wanted it to. Uh, Josh, are you hearing anything in regards to Matt Crouch? Because we're expecting the, the request to go in and three clubs interested. Is there any sort of names flicking around about clubs he potentially might end up at? No names at this stage. There, I've been told there is a little bit of interest in him. It's just hard to get a gauge on, on what he's worth from a trade perspective. Obviously, he's also contracted for next year. It's 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 staggering to think what's happened to Matt Crouch when you when you think about how good a player he's been yeah. at Adelaide and, and, and how well he played in the Central this year. I mean, to be dropped three times and to go back and do what he did at that level was incredible. So he's definitely fallen out of Matthew Nix's plans. You'd love to see him get an opportunity elsewhere because he's far too good a player not to be playing in the AFL. I, I think he's one that we'll, we'll get a better read on him next week. I think once... Once we get a better read on someone like a Tom Mitchell, we, we need to see some of these, these clubs that are interested in, in inside mids um, and if they can fill some needs. But he's going to be a fascinating point, I think, in those closing hours, in, in the closing days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to get a better picture on Matt Crouch. So the expectation is Matt Crouch will tell Adelaide within, well, by the end of the week, which club of the three that are supposedly you know, pursuing him that he wants to have as his new home. Where does he fit in a trade cost to that club to get him out of Adelaide? It's a difficult question to answer right now. It depends on the club. So I'm not sure. I'm really not sure with Matt Crouch. I find him a really difficult one to get a read on. I feel like it's the same as the Adelaide Crows. I mean, they don't want to lose him, but they don't want to play him. Yeah. So that's the fascination with him. He's only 27. He's got heaps of football left in him. You can understand why he is entertaining a move. I, I was told that he's really settled in Adelaide, really likes Adelaide as a place mm. to live, doesn't want to move, but wants to play AFL, which you can understand. So I'm looking forward to finding out more around some of the suitors because I'm sure he fits into a lot of clubs around the competition. It's amazing to think that he can't get a game in that midfield right now, but that's the decision they've made. Second round or third round draft pick? I think he's personally, I think he's worth a second round pick. Late second? Given, yeah. Yeah. That, and that's what I mean by the club. It, it all depends on what clubs yeah, yeah. involved, where they sit in the scheme of things. But as I said, there are a lot of pick swaps being negotiated at the moment. So this one feels like it's going to be done. If it's going to be done, it'd be done quite late. But it's just going to depend on where you sit in the draft order mm. in terms of what he's worth. Josh, if I had to ask you about. Uh, a trade or, or something that you, you think is going to happen that'll be the biggest story over the next two or three days. Which one would it be? Is it does it become Horn Francis? Does it become Mitchell? Which one's looking like it's probably going to be the biggest story for Trade Radio in the next two or three days? Well, I definitely think Jason Horn Francis because it's been a huge talking point across the first four days of the trade period. I mean, it was big bombshell report by Cal Toomey at AFL.com.au on Sunday night and it dominated everything on Monday. We had every list manager, head of football, arrive at, the, at Marvel Stadium on Monday. Everyone apart from Richmond, that is. Blair Hartley didn't speak because he was sick, but we heard from all 17 clubs, and I think almost all 17 clubs were asked about Jason Horn francis in some way, shape or form. So it was great to hear from Chris Davies. It was great to hear from Brady Rawlings to get that insight. 
This one feels like it's just stalling a little bit like the Dunkley one, but unlike the Dunkley one, there hasn't been as much preparation time. We've known for some time, or the best part of two weeks, that Dunkley wants to go to Brisbane. But this Jason Horn francis one's come out of nowhere a little bit in the extent that that was mooted maybe mid-season, but where it's come from, you know, on the eve of the trade period was a bombshell. But West Coast are definitely in play to, to be involved in a three-way trade to sort of get this deal moving. And, and the number one, uh, the number two pick was was a topic of conversation between the clubs yesterday. So this, I think that is still a chance to be involved. Obviously, the junior Rioli component to this is, is quite interesting because... West Coast want more than pick 27, which is what Port Adelaide got as compensation for Carl Amon, which many would think is probably fair for Junior Rioli, given how much footy he's missed and how little footy he's actually played at AFL level for someone his age. So, so many components to this. I think Horn Francis gets done in the end, but North Melbourne have been adamant all week that if Port Adelaide can't satisfy what they want, they'll hold Horn Francis to his contract next mm. year. He's a contract yeah. player, yeah. obviously. So it's going to be a really interesting one. I think it's a quite quite a difficult one to do, especially if you get another club involved. And the Rioli factor mm. is really intriguing. We, we heard today, Riley Beveridge reported that, that Dan Houston is a name that could be included in this despite signing a really long-term contract this year. So there have been a number of names. Riley Bonner, of course, has been um, out there for the past few days and it's not one that the club's shut down, nor has his manager. So... I think players need to be involved, and that's always difficult. It takes time to, to organise these things when you've got another player involved. So you speak of Marvel Stadium on Monday when it all began, the talks between the clubs, and Andrew Mackey, as the list manager at Geelong, was quite firm that Radagalia was staying at the Cattery. 24 hours later, he was waffling a bit about where Radagalia was at. Today, Radagalia is saying he wants to go to Port Adelaide. How does this one play out at the end? It's a good spot, Michelangelo, because... You're right. On Monday, Andrew Mackey was adamant that he was going to remain at the Cattery. He has a contract for next year. And that was the word for the past few weeks. There has been some murmurs around Radicalia. There have been a lot of clubs interested in St Kilda were one of those clubs. They went and got Cordy instead because they couldn't convince yep. Radicalia to come to St Kilda. And he would have been perfect in terms of what they need in terms of their depth. But now we get to Thursday and there's definitely been a shift change. You can understand from Radicalia's perspective. He only played four games this year. He's only really played as a key forward and a ruckman. And in the second half of the year, they threw him behind the ball at VFL level. So I don't think he wants to play as a key defender from what I've been told. But he, he's shown enough across six seasons now at AFL level that he, he can play senior footy. So to only play four games this year, you can understand why he's exploring his options. But Geelong are pretty keen on, on keeping him because he provides them a great level of depth because he can play all, all, all facets of the ground. So I, I think this one gets done, but it's it's through gritted teeth that the Cats will let him go. Okay. Josh, appreciate you coming on. Plenty happening. We'll be sure to tune in to AFL Trade Radio, mate. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Miles. Anytime. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.